Welcome to Rage You Nerds. I am Mr. Cack. That is Jared. This is TJ. Hello. And we are behind. So, YOLO. It's my fault. I kicked Chris in the shin. He did it. He did it. <laughs> he done did it. He done did it in the bed. I felt it. Uh, or whatever Jason Mraz says in his stupid song. Um, we're the nerds. We're here to rage. <laughs> We've got some trailers to watch. We've got James Gunn to discuss because, believe it or not, boys, people already may want him fired. <laughs> so we will discuss that. Um, we will watch an Indiana Jones trailer to kick things off, though. Uh, but before we do that, boys, how are y'all? TJ, how are you? Yes, I'm absolutely. fine. <laughs> fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah. All right, what? I just want to start off the program by saying that uh, earlier off-air, uh, my son came in the room and gave me a hug, and I think his freakishly long hair got in my eye. So uh, I was doing <clears throat> good until about five minutes ago, and now I'm blind. So there's that. Blinded by the light. Blinded by the grant. Revved up like a deuce in the middle of the night. Not douche, like some of you it's think it is. It's not douche. It's not douche. It's not it's douche. douche. I'm not a nugget. <laughs> Owen Hart, you are missed. <laughs> Owen that Hart, you are missed. <laughs> if you want to watch the rest of that video, go to our YouTube. It's called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 Trailer Reaction Review. I'm going to cry. Um, you can find it at Rage You Nerds on YouTube. Um, Boys, we got some topics, and then we're going to bed. Topics yeah, in bed. bed. Topics uh, in bed. It's time so, for the topics in bed. So I say, yeah. and you guys can let me know whether you agree or disagree. I say we I skip. Disagree. Okay. Sorry. I say <laughs> we skip <laughs> the, uh, the uh, list, <laughs> the uh, list of trilogies where the third movie was the best. We push that to a time where we can maybe discuss that a little bit more, and we move on down to Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel getting some traction finally because a director was announced. What do you think? Here, here. All yeah, right. let's do that because I don't know of any trilogies where the third movie was the Well, they've best. got a list of five, and I feel confident that we've seen four of them. Is the Matrix uh, on one of the one of the lists? Well, I don't know. No, I'll have I don't to know. Go. I'll have All right, to go look. so we'll push that. We'll push that to another week. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife has a director. It is not Jason Reitman. It is Gil Keenan. Now you may know Gil Keenan's work from the Poltergeist remake that happened a couple of years ago, like I think 2015 or whatever. And you may think, well, that's not promising. But good news is that Gil is friends with Jason and they actually wrote Ghostbusters Afterlife together. So I hope that that comes off as promising news. But boys, how do you feel about where we're going with Ghostbusters Afterlife 2? The Afterlife cast, I assume that just means the new generation, not necessarily the older Ghostbusters, um, have been confirmed that they're returning. We have a director. You may not like all of his work or any of his work. How do you feel? Where are we at? Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. TJ, let me know. Oh, yeah. Did you switch the screen? One second. Like, I'm still seeing. And hold. Don't you yell at me, TJ. I was just sitting there thinking, did my Skype freeze up? Dang it. We start tonight. It's been doing that today. Dude, my so here's like what you're totally missing. There's up, there's Gil right there with his cold dead eyes uh, staring <laughs> at us. Uh, and so TJ, how you feel? You feel good? 
that it has a director? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, well, well, I guess well, well, the movie ain't gonna get made if it don't have a director, man. You know, that's all I gotta say. You know, um So so maybe this will help. Yeah, let me, like who's let me, the let guy me, again? Gil Gil Keenan. And here Gil is Keenan. his here here is his filmography. He was the director for Monster House, an animated yep. film. Okay. City of Ember, something really I don't know. Can you be a director for an animated film? I guess I don't know. Poltergeist, the, again the remake that happened in 2015. Uh, the that nobody heard about. An episode of the Scream TV series. It was specifically episode Village of the Damned. He was a writer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. He is a writer for a boy called Christmas. I don't know what that is. Uh, and then now his next directorial. Uh, work will be the untitled Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. How much of a writer for Ghostbusters Afterlife was he? Because I loved Ghostbusters Afterlife. And it, it sounds it... like him and Jason Reitman actually... So there's a video I've seen because... And one, it's they're trying to cover their bases and make people feel comfortable about this selection. Yeah. But there's behind-the-scenes stuff about how him and Jason like used a lot of toy figures to kind of help them map out during kind of the the COVID stuff, how the set pieces would look before going and filming. So it sounds like he was pretty heavily involved. Maybe uh, you can always question how much of the writing, but it seems like he is very involved with Jason's work in Ghostbusters, which so I personally think is a positive. Is 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 Reitman just going to be like a producer on it or yes. something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it obviously I'd rather have Reitman directing, but... The fact that there's actually someone familiar with Ghostbusters and Afterlife and kind of, I guess, where the the franchise needs to go um, is good. But ultimately, it's going to come down to whenever I see the movie, is it going to be a Ghostbusters movie or is it going to be a Ghostbusters 2016 kind of thing? No. So that's ultimately it's just going to come down to that whenever the movie comes out, you know, how is it going to be compared to the other ones? No. Jared, how are you feeling about this director and us progressing forward? And so just to throw this out there, the confirmed returning cast members are McKenna Grace, which is amazing, Paul Rudd, Finn Wolfhard, and Carrie Coon. So those are those are the confirmed names we have. It is pretty much on lock that Ernie Hudson will return based on how they kind of positioned him at the end of it. But how are you feeling? Um, I like it. Um, as long as... He is with, uh, he had so much to do with Jason and this, like, uh, I just, I feel like, I feel like he wouldn't betray Jason, so to speak. Like he would not make a movie that Jason wouldn't approve of, if that makes sense. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. He seems like a fan and, uh, that's, that's what Ghostbusters is, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's promising. I I agree with TJ. Would I would I rather have Jason Reitman as the director? Sure. Yes, but I think it's positive and also understandable, right? For how much the message behind Ghostbusters Afterlife probably resonates with Jason, especially in the wake of his father passing after it yeah. releasing, I could see him not necessarily wanting to be as involved in the sequel 
as it would require a director to be. Um, but he's not going to remove himself. There's no way. At this no. point in time, Jason can't remove himself from Ghostbusters uh, just because I, it just feels like a legacy at this point that he has to kind of see through until it bombs out. Uh, hopefully it doesn't bomb out. Hopefully Jason gets locked up and is tied to Ghostbusters for the rest of his natural life. Um, yes. But, the whole podcast comes back. Yeah, I think I, I think I'd be fine with that too. Now, here's the question: Would you rather them stay in Oklahoma or go to New York? Go to New York. I would like to hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jared. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot. Of, first of all, they're not in Oklahoma. I mean, they are, but they're not. They're in like freaking southern Utah or somewhere. Yeah, but in the film, like, they're I've in been Oklahoma. All over Oklahoma, <laughs> nothing looks like that. Um. I would like to see a best of both worlds kind of thing. Country bumpkins go to big city, realize, whoa, way more paranormal stuff up here. I'm going to continue Egon's legacy kind of thing. Um, because how much, I mean, well, Ivor Shandor made his thing in Oklahoma. So Oklahoma seems to be pretty damn important. Um, but no, I'd like to see the best of both worlds. I'd like to see them taken out of the old, but still have that old there. And then transplant it into a new Big Apple, if that makes sense. Because, like, you want him to go to I Manhattan, like Kansas? <laughs> go K State. <laughs> ah, it's a demon cat. Um, but no, I, I feel like uh, you know you have to you have to come back to Oklahoma, but you can't make it. And Ghostbusters is really a New York film. It yeah. is. That's why Afterlife is so kind of. It was fantastic but it was kind of quasi weird because there was no buildings no buildings well you know it wasn't afterlife too like they weren't from oklahoma they weren't from the country they, they had were from to new york they're from they the city from a big city yeah, yeah. yeah. i think they the assumption is new york kind of, right i think the assumption right. is it's new like york. a return to that it's like a return but i think like you have to you have to you you have to get that small town feel in there because they're used to big city because they came from big city. Now they've experienced small town kind of things on top of the ghostbuster stuff. So now they go back into big city. I think it's going to be like fish out of water kind of, you know, uh, you know, we're used to here, but when, then we went there now we're back here and you guys like, just don't understand kind of thing, you know? Um, so I, I don't want it to be one or the other. I want it to be both. I want there to be a bridge. You know what? I'm going to say it and I don't take it back. Somehow, some way, I kind of want Vigo to be tied into the sequel. I don't know mm. why. I don't know why. I just feel like there's more we could have done with him in the River of Slime. So I'd love to see him come back. Love to see the Carpathian come back. You got to bring uh, back Janosch. Yeah, exactly. You got to bring back Janosch. Oh, my God. You bring back Vigo, you have to have Janosch. You, you see him in like an insane asylum or something. Yeah. <laughs> a child. <laughs> a child. Like have like a real like... um. Like a Dracula dead and loving it kind of. He's just eating. He's just eating <laughs> bugs. Master. Master. <laughs> Janos, come here. I just, you know, <laughs> honestly. Third story building. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'd like to see the Scolari brothers back. Really, if we're just that they were they were one of the more creepier designed ghosts that actually made yeah. it to the final production. Uh, the librarian ghost was always the scariest to me, and apparently she's supposed to be scarier. Uh, so I feel like I was robbed, because uh, that always did make me that that always did scare the piss out of me in the first. I, as a young lad, I love Ghostbusters. Boy, boy, did I kind of fast forward through the the 
the the gray lady screaming <laughs> when they say get her. <laughs> like, well, we got to get through this or I'm going to look away right quick. Okay, now we're back to Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on to the next topic. Hopefully, Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel is good. Right. Um, we'll skip Batgirl's director. Well, hey, right quick. Uh, the Batgirl's director say they would return to DC to do another film. Is this just them being good people? Or are they kind of just doing this because they are begging for DC to actually let them make a movie that gets produced? Yeah, I say begging. Like yeah, uh, I, I kind of get a, get a begging can, thing. Like, it, you know, hey, it, you like this one? We have this finished film over here. Yeah. That would be good, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. It, it feels. It feels like, uh, uh, you got turned down by this girl. Maybe don't let them know that you're still gonna carry the flame for them. We, we, I've been there, right? I've, I've helpless. I've hopelessly fallen for a girl that had no interest in me, and that's what DC Studio feels towards these directors and their movie. <laughs> just there's greener pastures out there. They're just not in DC. Just go. Marvel may be hiring. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel may need a new Guardians of the Galaxy director. And there's two of you, so who knows? Maybe that's what, you, what they need. Um, <laughs> speaking of DC, bad feelings, and let's throw a gun in the mix. James Gunn has already, within maybe, what is it? We talked about him joining this like two weeks ago. Uh, there is already a trending hashtag on Twitter of Fire James Gunn. Yeah. James Gunn has let it be known that they may ruffle some feathers with what their 10-year plan, him and Peter Safran, Safran, whatever his name is, uh, their Zac plan, Zacafron. their 10-year plan is for the DCEU, uh, and in the wake of that, Wonder Woman 3 was canceled. It is speculated that Jason Momoa is done with Aquaman and will transition to a new character named Lobo. And it sounds like Man of Steel 2, that a lot of people were hyped for, is now getting axed. It also sounds like Black Adam will not see a sequel, much to the chagrin of the one Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So it's rubbed people the wrong way. And if you know anything about the internet... There's a contingency that as soon as you do anything negative towards Wonder Woman, come at you with the pitchforks. So, is this trouble, or should we trust James Gunn to lead a path that makes sense moving forward? TJ. Trouble or trust? TJ, are you, are you, this is, this is just a further shit show for DC, or do you trust James Gunn to lead this ship correctly? Let's face it. DC has just been a shit show. That's true. So, so more of a shit show is just like business as usual, right? I think this is a good thing. I think you scrap everything that DC has on the table right now. You scrap, you know, maybe give like Titans and Doom Patrol like a season five and then end them. Um, but like all the other DC TV shows that are out there, which I don't think there's many left. Um, scrap those, scrap all the future movie plans, and start over. I think it can be a good thing. I mean, I liked what, what Gunn did with Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, so uh, I'm kind of curious to see how, you know, what direction he kind of goes with this. You know, Black Adam, it, uh, from my understanding, underperformed, so... You know, I mean, I guess if it's not part of the, the holy DC trinity, you know, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, then it's probably not going to, you know, 
perform the way that these studios want. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for scrapping everything, starting over. You have the Batman. You build your franchise around that. That's fair. Jared, is this is this just another breaking point for DC fandom, or is this some growing pains for someone that will do right by DC? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Have DC. Some. DC somehow got themselves entwined with HBO Max for all the HBO Max things, and DC had little to no product to bring to them. Let's face it. <clears throat> I love Wonder Woman. I love Aquaman. I don't, really. But DC really has two franchises. I mean, really. Yeah. Really, they do. Superman and Batman. Agreed. And they, I, they're, they try to marvel, marvel, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. They try to marvel, marvel, and they can't do it because they don't have enough backstory. I mean, comic book backstory, it's there, but like, where Marvel gets them is they have so many more characters and they have so many more bad guys. And it's like in DC on HBO, there's like in tonight's episode, Superman fights the Joker. Wait, no, uh, well, check off a list here. And uh, oh, no, it's the Joker. Superman, Superman fights the Joker. <clears throat> I just feel like Bob Kane is rolling over in his goddamn grave right now <laughs> um, because DC had such potential. With two characters. Such potential. And now, granted, Batman and Superman stand the test of time. We've seen it. You know, Christopher Nolan, and Dark Knight, and uh, the, 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 that one guy with the scissor hands. What's his name? Tim Burton. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> Edward, yes. <laughs> Edward the scissor hands. Uh, but, like, so Batman, Batman's one of those, like, I, where DC on those two characters gets over on Marvel is like you could put anybody into those roles for Batman, especially. It's like you gotta you, you gotta pretend like you're a billionaire and you know martial arts. Don't kill anybody, but beat the fucking hell out of them. You can bleep that, bleep that, <laughs> even though death, I didn't say anything. Beat death. them to almost death. So funny story. One of my coworkers this week has been sick, and she. She can't talk. She kind of sounds like. <laughs> so all week long, I've been calling her Batman. She's like, Jaren, what's the skewed? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, where are they? Where's the bomb? Where's the bomb? <laughs> and even to customers. <laughs> I'm joking with her and a customer will walk up and be like, hi, this is all I need here. This package is in hell. I was like, is that all? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a true value rewards card? <laughs> Where's your payment? It's <laughs> it's been a lot of fun um much to my chagrin maybe not hers but anyway um but like <laughs> you know there there there's a comedian on um on the facebooks and his running joke is that batman is marvel and um he does the voice of goofy very good but like anytime batman kind of like encroaches upon marvel or something like could be a, he's like batman is marvel you know, and like, it's like, it's one of those things. It's like Batman and Superman is like, oh, they need to be Marvel. <laughs> They're never going to be because copyright laws, friends. But I feel like DC, whoever is in charge of DC right now has, has, screw, has screwed this whole thing up. And they focused on like Marvel was like, well, we got X-Men. 
we got this, we got that, we can focus on this, we can do this, we can do 900,000 movies on all these characters. And DC's like, well, we got Batman and Superman, and we got Aquaman, oh, Aquaman, yeah, 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 yeah. We got Wonder Woman, right, right, yes, we got Wonder Woman, we got the Flash, hey, we got the Flash. Is Flash DC? Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> For a second there, I was like, wait. wait do but they like, have the Flash? <laughs> do they have the Flash? But like, you, you break down the individual stories, it's kind of like, okay, Wonder Woman, oh, that's cool. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you get to Aquaman, you're like, I mean, it will probably be a good movie. And then you get to Flash, and you're like, oh, cool, he's speedy around, and he do, he does all the, he's like, he's like the Roadrunner in Tasmanian Devil, or uh, the, the Coyote, not Tasmanian Devil. Let me try that again. He's like the Roadrunner and the Wily Coyote. And then you're like, oh, that, 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 that's it. He can just, he can run really fast. And while that does have its benefits, and even with the villains, the villains too, like the main villains, Lex Luthor, the Joker, the Penguin, insert Superman villain, insert Superman villain, Catwoman. Like, I'm making the push right. I'm making a proclamation. I'm making a proclamation right now. Right now, DC people. Sell your souls to Marvel because Batman is Marvel. And he needs to be able to do this. And you're not letting him. You're just casting out Batman to everyone. And I, I can't wait to see. You know, the vampire guy and uh, what he does with Batman, but like Batman should never die. But we should also like I feel like right now Marvel could do a Joker that was better than DC. And I'm sorry, Joaquin Phoenix, you and your stupid haircut. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry, Joaquin Phoenix, you and your stupid haircut. But Marvel could do better. All right. Wow. I'm done. So you, you said a bunch of sacrilegious bullshit. Bring him over. I said I, I said what I said. I said what I said. Oh, Bring him right, over. All right, all right. I'm Bring just saying. Over. I'm just saying. I don't you care said how much some it stuff. Cost. You just you said some stuff that's gonna upset people on a on a on a philosophical level. I feel it. I'm sorry. But it will get us views. And it's a moment of rage. Okay, so here's what. And Jay remember, if if we get a thousand subscribers, Jared's gonna do the Megan TikTok dance. Oh shit, I forgot about that. And if you don't know I what like that Wonder means, Woman. Aquaman is my favorite. Please keep them in Daisy. Please keep them over there. I don't want to dance for you. And if you don't know what the Megan dance is, thank you for being in your 30s and watching us. Um all right, so this James Gunn has a history, a track record of communicating through social media with audience, with his with, mm -hmm. with the fans, which is fine, right? Because that's what social media is for. But when you're the head of something like DC, I feel like he is eventually going to need to cut that out before it comes back to bite him very different. The Wonder Woman stuff, right? There is a trending fire him because of the Wonder Woman stuff. But he said this comment after the Wonder Woman news broke. Um, we know we're not going to make every single person happy every step of the way. But we can promise everything we do is done in the service of story and in the service of DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. As for more answers about the future of the DCU, I will sadly have to ask you to wait. We are giving these characters and their stories time and attention they deserve. And we, are still, and we ourselves still have a lot more questions to ask and answer. I, I feel like he is too too communicative with too too communicative with, with with the audience. I think he needs to not do that. I think social media is the worst thing that's ever happened to us as as an organism, uh, and we need to stop. 
I mean, just pretty close to that. I feel like social media has kind of been our downfall, even though it has been kind of like our uptick as well. There's a lot of stuff going on where social media is very important, but there's a lot of things that it's it's completely trash, and it's made us trash because of it. So I, I, I kind of see that. I, I agree. I just I don't think you can successfully run a studio with such a volatile fan base. And that's not just DC. That's DC, that's My Little Ponies, that's Marvel, that's anything that has a following. You gotta be careful how much you interact, because you could say the thing that's like, he just said he ain't gonna do the shit I like. I hate this man. I want to see him fired. So I'm now gonna dig through his history and find the yeah, next, exactly. the worst thing he said, and I'm going to blast it on social media. Which is how he got fired from Marvel in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hey, go one James time he called my mama not the mama. <laughs> I'm not the mama. <laughs> I'm the baby, gotta love me. Big purple eyes, I'm cute and cuddly. You guys remember dinosaurs? Yeah, we all. Hey, I I don't know how this has happened on my TikTok, but I am starting to get TikToks that pull that pull up on my uh, for you page that are clips of the Adam West Batman, and I can't believe how ridiculous the plots are to these episodes. Oh yeah, a varsity basketball team walked into the locker room, see something that says "read this," and they open it up and it's like these are the the answers to the the state to the state proctored exam or something, and all of a sudden they hear a camera flash and it's the Joker and two of his minions. They're like, yeah. and Joker's like, yeah, we caught you, you you faulty scholars. How will people think when we reveal that you're cheaters? <laughs> and then Batman appears on the rafters and he's like, athletes, please leave the locker room. You're fine. Robin and I have staged those answers. They're not true. Joker, you're not supposed to be in the school. <laughs> There's another one where <clears throat> where Robin is being played by the person that plays Robin, but his voice is a female voice, and it's because the Riddler's girlfriend <laughs> has has <laughs> has pretended to be him for the episode. And, and Batman's like, I knew it was you, Molly. And she like fake rips off her mask and they cut away and they cut back and it's now a girl instead of the actor playing Robin. And she's like, how did you know, Batman? And then she like pulls out a gun on him and she tries to shoot it. And he's like, one thing you failed to realize, Molly, is that when we were in the Batmobile, I used a very tiny bat laser. He, that's how he says it, laser. Laser. To, to melt out the firing mechanism. <laughs> Of your revolver. <laughs> There's Say a... what you will. <laughs> one more. One more. Yeah. Because this is probably the best. <laughs> Batman. They're at a college university. Batman. Like Commissioner Gordon and the Dean. They're like, so who committed the crime? And Batman's like, not only can I give you that answer, I can show you. And they he pulls up a projector. And it shows <laughs> yeah. the Joker. And all of a sudden, the projector catches on fire, and they move it out of the way, and the Joker is standing behind it. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, I was just walking by and heard my name. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, you can't arrest me, I'm just here. Like, and Batman goes, actually, 
this campus has a loitering law. <laughs> and, if, and if you're not here for academic purposes, and, and Joker counters with, well, that's actually if you've been loitering in the same spot for five minutes. And as you can see, Batman, it's only been three minutes and 50 minutes. <laughs> and when it hits five minutes, he goes, oh, my time's up. And he takes off running. They just let him leave. <laughs> can you imagine Batman's frustration? <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know how people watch this. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, TJ's getting serious. <laughs> he's gonna. He's got like what the entire season, the entire series. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. I hope he doesn't show us his dick. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back as as the Joker. <laughs> Oh no! Just him. Hi, there it is. I watch it. Oh, there, there it is. There, there. <laughs> I, I had, I, I, I totally was like, yep. Cack was like, "What's he doing?" I was like, "He's gonna come back in a thong." And a I mask. was, I was kind of hoping you'd come back in, uh, in, in Joker face, Joker <laughs> face, the face paint where you've done just like the Joker from the Adam West, and you didn't shave, so you just have a white facial <laughs> hair, <laughs> and you just come back. Whoa! Oh. Welcome, boys. Man, no, I God like whenever Cesar Romero. I like whenever they would change up like some of the actors who played some of the villains, like the Riddler. Like, you know, you'd start the season with one guy playing the Riddler, and then like another episode, like later on, it's a different guy playing the Riddler, and then they go back to the original guy playing the Riddler, and it's like it's like they don't notice. Like suddenly, you know, Catwoman is. African American? I mean, <laughs> it's like last week, Catwoman, American girl. Now she's from Japan. What happened here? <laughs> it's honestly, they, it is so, so campy, so ridiculous, but yet, great, though. you know, you got three seasons and like, I don't know how many episodes. Uh, they, yeah, I mean, 60 or 70. Probably, I know there was an episode seasons. where Robin um, gets swallowed by a giant. Uh, clam. Uh, was that before know. or after the shark repellent? <laughs> oh, the shark repellent it was. In that the was the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They did. Right. They did a movie between like season one and season two, and okay. yeah. that was the one where um, they dehydrated. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's running around this dock with this giant bomb, and and it's like he's he's going to go throw it over like the the. You know, like the dock into the water, but there's some ducks down there. He goes off and he's like going to throw it over here, but there's some nuns walking by, there's some kids playing. Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. (laughs) And I mean, you know, like they're 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 like tied to like a buoy, and it's like there's torpedoes going right at them. Next thing you know, they're crawling out of the water, and it's like, thank God those heroic dolphins got in front of the torpedoes. (laughs) Like what the hell? I just, I just like that literally. So, you know, Tim Burton's Joker wants to take over Gotham, is killing people with smiling gas. Christopher Nolan's Joker wants to just watch the world burn, taking down banking. Adam West's Joker literally has a plot where his entire mission is to get the varsity high school basketball players suspended (laughs) academically. (laughs) I'll show you to the what boys. end? To what end? 
<laughs> and Batman is there. I feel like it's concerning how many full-grown adults are popping up in a men, a high school men's dressing room or locker room like that. I feel like we need to have questions there. Fear not, varsity basketball. Fear not, varsity athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, need, I need you. To, I need you to find out which episodes those are because I want to go and watch those. <laughs> yeah, I need. I need to. I need to look up TikTok because I mean, it honestly, has me very interested to watch more just bizarre stuff. The fact that Joker is hiding behind a projector that they're using to talk about the Joker. <laughs> he just happened to be on campus walking by the dean's <laughs> office and he's like, oh, someone said my name. I guess I better walk in. <laughs> and then he knows the statute for loitering <laughs> on campus. <laughs> it's good to know. It's good to know. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh. Heath Ledger's Joker stabbing people with a pencil in their fucking face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Caesar Romero is just trick. the Caesar, magic trick. Caesar Romero is just like Caesar Romero is just a dick. He's just a dick. He's he's not a supervillain. He's just an asshole. <laughs> There's literally an episode where the Joker and Batman get into a surfing competition. Yes, and like they're wearing like Batman's in his. You know his his bat suit, but he's got like swimming trunks on, and the Joker's dressed <laughs> up like normal, but he's got swimming trunks on, like over his clothes. Simpler times, simpler times. A better generation, gosh darn it, a better generation. All right, this has been Rage You Nerds, boys. Thank you so much. We're gonna head to bed. Uh, we appreciate anyone stopping by. If you're watching this at a later date. We like you. Please like the channel or not. I don't care. Go check out our YouTube that I do care about. Get us to a thousand, and Jared will do a stupid dance. All right, boys. This is the end. Jared, this you is a, the. Yeah, I was gonna say, you have what? a theme song. Go ahead. This is the story of a girl who got around the whole world. Why she looks so sad in photographs? She's a freaking millionaire now. I absolutely but. love her when she smiles. When she smiles. <laughs> How many you days in the year? Everything I wanted. Can we talk Take about me back to high school, guys? Finish what I started. No, blah, 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 blah. You know what? Hey, you guys, you guys remember? Uh, um, uh, who was it? I forget who sings it, but uh, they like girls from Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I had one wish, and she's been gone since that summer. Since that summer, my favorite part what of the hell that song. Talking about you don't remember? I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I had one wish, but she's been gone since that summer, since that summer. No, no, Mr. Cat, because when me and TJ are growing up, our music had balls. He just, uh, well, the songs you just quoted did not have balls. Uh, <laughs> but, but there's a lyric from that song where they say, <laughs> Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole lot of sonnets, which has stuck to me, like has stuck within my mind to this day, that these assholes thought that they were big time enough that they could nickname William fucking Shakespeare <laughs> about their song about uh god I don't they remember say, the song TJ oh my gosh. you let me uh, here here here, no. here here you'll 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 know it you'll know it here, all right know. all right okay summer girls by LFO yeah. oh Okay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
But new kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food gives me shits. Something, you know, something, 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 something. When the girls stop by know, for the summer. Yeah. TJ, Mr. Cack hasn't heard the greatest 80s love song of all time. Back in L.A. Oh. Do you remember back in L.A.? Vaguely. Why don't you remind me? <laughs> no, I can't. Okay. No, I got to have a guitar. Next week, join Rage You Nerds for reactions, YouTube things. It's going to be epic, and I will play a guitar. That's right. I will play my Grammy-winning ballad from 1984 back in L.A. Join oh. us next week. Rage You Nerds, out! <laughs>